Books can take us around the world. They can take us to the intimate spaces of human experiences, and they can help us grow through their words. Stay tuned for People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. Yes, it's me, Janice Leibovitz. I'm back in the hot seat in my home office, and it is great to be back with you for another year of books, reading, interesting insight, facts guests, everything you want for your reading this year. And I'm really looking forward to sharing lots of exciting stuff with you. And I hope you had a good break. I hope you got lots of reading in. And wherever you were, wherever you are, I hope you enjoyed. And for those of you who make New Year resolutions, who go in for the New Year, New You, or who have decided that this is the year of you, and you're going for those goals, your dreams, you are going to make it your year, I have a really special guest this morning, and my guest is Jonty Mayer. Jonty, welcome to the show. Thank you, Janice. Thank you for having me. And for those of you who don't know, Jonty is one of South Africa's leading executive and business coaches. He works with individuals and teams to make the impossible happen in their lives and their work. And, Jonty, we are going to be chatting about your book, Conscious Manifestation. And I love this book. I love the idea of manifestation. It's something that arrived in my life late last year in very interesting ways, um, which we'll get to. But tell us, for those who don't know, and for many it is a new idea, and I know that the world has changed a lot. I mean, certainly last year the world is something that we don't recognize. But for many people, just explain what is the concept of manifestation? Okay, so in, in the most simplest ways of understanding manifestation, manifestation is the process whereby we take an idea or a need or a desire and we convert it from the ethereal realm, from the mental realm, from our inner world, if you would like, into a physical or tangible reality or result in the material world. That is the perfect description. So then what would be the difference between, as you describe in your book title, conscious manifestation and, say, non-conscious or unconscious manifestation? That's a great question. So conscious manifestation is working the process deliberately with awareness, with conscious awareness. And unconscious manifestation is we go about our lives unaware of what we are creating, what we are participating in, and how we are generating the results that we experience in our lives. So conscious manifestation in the book in particular seeks to make this process 
of taking, like I mentioned before, a need, a desire, or a goal, or an idea even, and converting that, pushing that into the physical world to create a result. And unconscious manifestation is where we are not fully aware of how we are creating the results in our world, and even sometimes that we are creating results in our world. So I have to just tell you a quote that I, I discovered over December, which I think sums up the concept quite succinctly for me. Well, there are a lot of quotes that sum it up, and, and the book will sum it up for many people, and, and, and there's so much in the book, and there's a lot to get through. But a quote that I found, and I think it was um, Joel Austin who said it. He says, whatever follows I am, whatever you put after I am, is what you invite into your life. Yes, indeed. And so one of the things that I explore in depth in the book is how our identity, who we are, and in some ways who we think we are, contributes to the results that we create and contributes to our experience as well. So as a coach, one of the principles that I work with is the way you show up determines your experience, and your results. And this is an amazing principle in and of itself. The way you show up determines your experience and your results. And one of the fundamental ways that defines how we show up in any given circumstance is who we think we are. And we go about our lives defining ourselves through the declarations of identity that we make, starting off with the words, I am. Absolutely. That, and that, that really resonated with me because we walk around with the messages that we receive um, growing up from, from parents, from teachers, from peers, from colleagues, from our school friends, from from everyone, and and that is how we develop um, the I am, and and I think as we are, are adults, that changes and evolves all the time. But, but what 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 I am is we're, we're telling ourselves all the time, I am, I am, I am humble, or I am afraid, I am strong, I am weak whatever it is, but that is also what we project outwards. That is absolutely correct. And there are so many different levels to our identity and um, the sum total of our declarations of identity, the sum total of who we think we are at any given point will determine how we show up in the world. And as a result of that, the experiences and the results that we create. And one of the things that I allude to in the book is that our identity is not as fixed as we think it is. You know, there are many, many extraordinary stories of people 
who were able to achieve extraordinary feats in in urgent moments or in emer or or in emergencies that they were often surprised of as well and this is because for the most part we are seeking to define ourselves in some way so that we can kind of know ourselves but in truth there is a part of us that remains undefinable always and we are able to shift our identity um in profound ways and as a result of that shift in identity we are able to shift not only our experiences but also what we actually create in our lives amazing we're going to take a short break and then we are going to be back i'm going to be back with john t mayer and we're going to be talking more about his book conscious manifestation after this break Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. Pick and Pay Norwood Hyper have these pocket saving sweet deals just for you. Pick and Pay kosher ginger cakes are selling hot at 20.99 each. Pick and Pay kosher melting moments biscuits are a mouth-watering 69.99 per kilo. Pick and pay kosher long french bread is scrumptious at 10.99 each. Pick and pay kosher swiss rolls are just 18.99 each. On Sundays only, you can get two pick and pay french butter croissants for just 25 rand, valid until 21 February 2021. Take home these and many more specials in store. These specials are exclusive to pick and pay Norwood Hyper and only while stocks last pick and pay Hyper Norwood the best place to shop when you want to buy a lot I'm back with my guest John T Mayer executive and business coach and we are going to be getting into the nitty-gritty of his book Conscious Manifestation John T what I love about this book is the way that it is set out so many books I mean people want to learn more about manifestation they want to learn more about how to create goals make those goals a reality and they go to a bookshop and they they look for for books on how to achieve this and so many of these books are very densely written there's copious amounts of copy and long paragraphs long-winded words Your book is beautifully laid out in short clips and short paragraphs, lots of quotes, lots of word blocks, eye catching, you know, the the layout is just I think something that people will really be able to find easy to grasp and there's something in here for everybody that they'll be able to pick up and find something that that really catches their eye and that will work for them and appeal to them so that there's a take home you know info pack for for everybody out of this book obviously that was your intention that you yes. wanted um wide appeal for this yes indeed i spent um a huge amount of time money and effort in setting out the book 
in a visually appealing way because we are inundated with information. Um, many people don't actually read books anymore. And as you mentioned, um, many books can actually be in intimidating with vast reams and streams of words. And one of the things that I took into account um, when designing the book was that people really can only assimilate a small amount of information at yes, a time for sure. for in sure. order for it to have impact um, and be meaningful. So the book is deliberately structured in a way that you can read one page at a time or even a paragraph at a time and get, um, you know, as much as you can out of a single paragraph. I love that. And I also, what I also like, what really appeals is that you've scattered quotes from, from well-known inspirational speakers, inspirational figures, um, throughout the book. This is not only, um, you, you know, you're not saying me, me, me. This is all from, from me. Listen to me. You have taken inspiration and quotes from, from well-known, um, inspirational other people. And obviously ideas that have worked for you and ideas that, that you want to share with others. And you have interspersed these throughout the book. And many of them are, are fabulous ideas. And one that I love, Joseph Campbell's, follow your bliss and the universe will open doors for you where there were only walls. And I mean, I love that because, you know, we always tell people, you know, do what makes you happy or whatever you love, do more of that. And, you know, I know people say, oh, they're such cliches and, oh, you know, we don't like, you know, it's, it's just, we've heard so much of that. But it really is true. If you are doing something that you don't enjoy, you are going to block that positive energy. You're going to block the things that you want from coming to you and into your life, right? Yes, absolutely. And just one, one, um, one word on my use of quotes in the book. And, um, so because we live such hectic lives and we're all so busy in inverted commas, um, one of the, the downsides of that is that we don't really have time to spend in reflection and introspection. And certainly as a coach, I encourage my clients to set aside time, if possible, every single day to reflect and introspect, to connect deeply with themselves. And in the manifestation process, I highlight that it is very, very difficult to master manifestation from the inside out if you are disconnected from who you are. So the use of quotes in my book is to slow the reader down and to put them in a space of reflection and introspection. And that process of reflection and introspection powers a person's manifestation so that they know what they want, they know that they want it, and they feel connected to their own manifestation process, process clever, and power. Clever, very clever. I like that. 
the other thing that blew me away when we met last year, and I, I have, don't know if you'll remember me saying this to you, and it was the first time I had heard it. You know, we always, we often get told, you know, slow down, breathe, meditate. And I, for one, had always imagined or I think I'd always been told when you set aside time for meditation, it always has to be quite a large stretch of time, you know, set aside half an hour, an hour, however long. I love the fact that you said it can be five minutes. You can meditate for just five minutes. And that was such an aha moment for me Mm. because nobody had ever said or I had never thought that you can just meditate for five minutes and that Mm. would be enough of a start of of a meditation process or a meditation practice. And that was amazing. Yes, absolutely. And the first uh, chapter in the book, the book is, as you know, centered around practices because yes, I believe I was that. Yes, I was going to get to that. Yes. I believe that if you do not practice something, you do not embody it and it does not become a part of you and your life and your consciousness. And the first practice is all about slowing down and um, connecting with your inner world and becoming more comfortable with what I suppose would be called uh, meditative consciousness. And so many of my clients and so many people that I speak to uh, want to meditate, but they say something like, either I don't have the time or I can't do it for 20 minutes. And then that becomes a barrier to probably one of the most powerful and impactful practices and processes that you can do to enhance not only your manifestation, but your life, your body, your mind. And so I always encourage people to start off with only five minutes. Do not meditate for longer. You cannot go from a screen-addicted mind to a meditation of 20 minutes without extreme discomfort. And that, dis- and that discomfort often ends up being so unbearable that people do not continue their meditation journey. I suggest to all of my clients, meditate for five minutes, not longer. And when you can, and by the way, I mean meditation, just a simple bringing of your conscious awareness to your breath. Notice your breathing, notice the movement of your chest, your belly, and just become aware that you are a breathing, living human being. Now, if you can do that for five minutes comfortably, then move it to six minutes, right? right? We're not we're not going to become Buddhist monks on the first day, and that is not <laughs> even the goal. The goal is to simply get comfortable enough with your own presence so that you are not running away from who you are just for five simple minutes. That is all. And that that is just it's it's eye opening, as you say, life changing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get onto the concept of these practices. And as you said, the book is broken up into 10 practices. And you start off, your introduction says, why practices? And you say practice creates mastery and everything is practice. 
And you say here that what you do frequently becomes your frequency and your frequency determines your reality and your destiny. And I have to tell you, I've highlighted that because somebody else that I spoke to last year also gave me another aha moment. She said she highlighted books when I was saying, oh, desecration. And when I said, no, I just put little, um, you know, post-it notes where I find quotes that, that, you know, I want to remember. She said, you can highlight your books. They're your books. You can do what you like to them. And I highlighted that, that what you do frequently becomes your frequency and your frequency determines your reality and your destiny. And explain to us about practices and why these practices are called practices. Okay, so let's begin. So um, the gift of life uh, when we are gifted it is that we have um, each day we have a new opportunity to build ourselves and to create our future. And we live in a world of hyper-distraction that most people are spending, especially during lockdown, but are spending a v the vast majority of their day in front of a screen, whether they are scrolling through Facebook or answering emails or sitting on Zoom or watching television. Um, a person is gifted with 24 hours to build themselves and create their future. Now, if a person does not deliberately, and this is where conscious manifestation comes in, if a person does not deliberately and consciously set up practices to enhance their lives, to create their future, they will be swept away by the current of distraction. One of the other quotes that are that I say is that distraction is the enemy and focus is your weapon. And so many of us, it is my fervent belief, are capable of so much more creativity and so much more um, ability to create what we want and create our future that if we do not set up deliberate processes, practices, and structures, we can waste decades, right? Decades are wasted in unconsciousness. I, myself, am a big believer of the power of practices. And when we put practices in place, that is how we build both our internal world and our external accomplishment. So let's take a very, very simple example. And this is something uh, that is uh, very common, I suppose, in the Jewish uh, world. Um, and that is, imagine committing to reading one page a day or learning one page a day. Um, now, imagine doing that every single day for 30 years or 40 years. Imagine the quantity and the quantum of knowledge that you could acquire just through a simple practice of reading a page a day or studying a page a day. Let's take another practice. Imagine walking 10,000 steps every day as wow. a practice. What is the impact of that on your body, on your mind? Okay, take another practice of, of 
just five minutes a day in meditation, what will that do for your nervous system, for your mind, for your sense of peace? And I can really go on and on and on that what appears as a mountain at the beginning can be broken down to a daily practice that can eventually change your destiny. I'll give you another one just on the topic of manifestation. And um, this is something that some of your listeners may want to do as we are still in the beginning of the year. And this is a very, very powerful manifestation practice. Take a, your cup of coffee in the morning and sit down with a pen and paper and every day write down what you want. This is a process called peeling the onion, and this is a process that is extremely powerful in manifestation in that it allows us to connect with what we want anew every day and to check in with ourselves whether we still actually want this. Now, the process of writing something down is the process that activates its manifestation. So simple practices that are spread out throughout your day consistently help you to build something that without the simple practice um, just remains inaccessible. And this is this is true literally on on every single level, on your physical level, on your emotional, mental and spiritual level. And that's why Judaism is actually built around rituals. Because a ritual gives you access to the present moment and and to your highest possible being simultaneously. This is incredible. And I'm so pleased you mentioned that um, that concept of writing because I was going to speak to you about, I was going to mention that because you, you say also at the beginning of the book that writing is um, an integral part of manifestation. And I know many um, many people who, who speak about manifestation and about goal achievement and, and dreams and, and anything like that, they speak about how important it is to write things down. And um, I know that many people speak about gratitude journals and the importance of writing. It's not enough to, to just think about it and to, to picture it in your mind. It's actually to make it concrete and it's writing, it's creation of vision boards, things like that. But it's actually to make it something concrete that you can see. It's writing it down and making it something that you have put down onto paper. And that is, is a vital part of the manifestation process. Yes, indeed. And there's another element to that. And that is because we have approximately fifty to 60,000 thoughts every single day. And a large part of our thoughts are focused on what we think we want and what we think we need and there's a large part of our mind that has a running commentary on what we think we want and what we think we need and um, many many people get stuck in what I term the would like mind and the would like mind is a part of our mind that we all have, we all have this, and 
our own nervous system and our own spirit, if you will, does not take that part of us seriously because it is continuously chopping and changing. If I walked into your office and I said to you, Janice, would you like an apartment in Cape Town? You would say yes. And would you like one in Umschlange? You would say yes. And would you like one in Jerusalem? You would say yes. And would you like a Ferrari? You would say yes. Everybody would like everything. That's just the nature of the smorgasbord um, of the world that we are participating at the moment. But there's a very big difference between would liking everything and writing down what you actually want and what you're actually going to create. Absolutely. Um, we're going to continue with that thought after the break. I am talking to John T. Mayer about his book, Conscious Manifestation, and we are going to continue with that after this ad break. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. I love it when you this is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. And we are back. I'm chatting to my guest, John T. Mayer. We are talking about conscious manifestation, which also happens to be the title of his book. And John T., just as a matter of interest, where is your book available? So my book is available at Exclusive Books at Take A Lot and from me directly. If you just Google my name, John T. Mayer, J-O-N-T-I-M-A-Y-E-R, you will find um, me on the web and can contact me directly for the book. Perfect. So, and all that information will be on my People of the Book Facebook page after the show, sometime this afternoon, hopefully, and you'll be able to get the information there. And remember, it's spelled J-O-N-T-I-M-A-Y-E-R. Before the break, we were chatting about the importance of writing down what your goals are and um, the importance of making those goals something concrete, something that you can see, something. And, and vision boards, I know, are something that some people like to use. Um, vision boards actually are something that have become digital as well. You can create digital vision boards. They, um, I know some people do still prefer to cut pictures out of magazines to find pictures that they like and actually put them on boards. That's also great. Um, but the writing down and, and creating those very real ideas and gratitude journals also very, very important. The other, um, Issues. I mean, there's, there's 10 practices that you speak about in your book. And another one that, that I know particularly resonated very much with me is the power of perception. That yeah. the four aspects to every situation, the phenomena, the observation, the interpretation, and the reaction. And a lot of people, and it's, it's human nature playing the blame game and everything is everyone else's fault and things happen and but the reaction boils down to us it's it's up to us how we react to things yes indeed and um Janice you are going into you know perhaps some of the most um complex and powerful parts of the book which I'm obviously happy to jump into 
Um, I wish we had time to get into, <laughs> into the complex and powerful stuff. Unfortunately, we don't. But but peripherally, let's let's see what we can scratch on the surface. So um, so fundamentally, we get lost. I'll, I'll make it uh, pretty simple and pretty relatable for most people. So we do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are most of the time. We are relating to the world through our own personal, unique filter. And one of the ways that I assist my clients to change their lives is to begin to see the filter that they are looking through. So this is often a, a moment of enormous awakening and power that some people sadly never get to. And basically the understanding of this is that we spend a, a huge amount of time creating a story about who we are and why we are the way we are and why and how the world is a particular way. And it's very, very fascinating to listen to people's perceptions of the world. And of course, during these Current times, everybody has also um, got their own story, making up their own story, convinced that their story is right. But at the end of the day, it's important to remember that for the most part, our story is just a story. We do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. And so to assist people in getting a grip on this process, I break down the the way that we see the world into uh, these four uh, categories, if you will. The first one is phenomenon. So the world is happening. Stuff is happening. Atoms are colliding um, with each other. And on its most basic level, that is called phenomenon. Stuff's happening. On the next level, there is what's called observation. And we can observe. We can observe. What is happening? Uh, in fact, from an ontological point of view, and that is one of the ways that I have been trained in coaching, from an ontological point of view, we um, we are fundamentally observers, right? That's the very first thing that we do. The first thing that we do is we observe the world. And without even realizing it, we interpret the world almost instantaneously. And this interpretation is always based on our history to the point that we can very, very seldomly and without a huge amount of conscious effort actually separate the world that we see from the story that we are making up about what we are seeing. So in effect, we are actually seeing our story because we are so unconscious. We do not see the world as it is. We see the world as we are. Yes, right. Sure. That is, um, I mean, everyone comes with their baggage, with their backstory, with their history, and we all create the world. 
Indeed, we create the world in which we live through our subconscious process of storytelling. And as, a, and as a result of the story that we tell, we live in our own worlds based on the story that we have created. And then we all collide. And then we all fight because my story is not the same as your story. And how could yes. it be? Right. And we see everyone's stories through our own eyes. Correct. So we are just seeing somebody else's story through our own story. And that is what the source of conflict very often is. And that's, that's where perspective comes in. Indeed. Well. Indeed. Indeed. Absolutely. When did you realize that you wanted to go into this, this kind of role as a manifester? Well, I've always been intrigued uh, and fascinated by the process of manifestation and how people um, are able to make the impossible, to live their dreams, to create extraordinary results in all realms of life. And it got me thinking, is there perhaps a... Uh, a process in which everybody is actually following, um, maybe on a conscious level, maybe on a subconscious level, and using this process to actually create uh, results in their world. And um, believe it or not, the answer is yes. Um, so <laughs> all, all of us are born as manifestors. All of us are born as creators. And in fact, Every single person from Kathy Kayla who created High FM to you, to me, to all the listeners, we're all actually manifestors and creators. We are creating our lives every day. Some of us have what's called more manifestation power and some of us have less manifestation power. But fundamentally, the manifestation journey is similar, if not the same, for every human being on earth. And I attempt to deconstruct the process in my book. And by the way, my book is also available as an ebook on Amazon and iBooks for those people who don't want the actual physical book. Great. We are going to take one last break and then we will be back to wrap up. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. I am back with my guest, John Chimea. We have been talking about his book, Conscious Manifestation. And as he just said before the break, we are all manifestors, manifestors, manifestors of our own destiny and able to go out there and manifest our own goals, visions, dreams, whatever it is we wish to achieve. Isn't that right, Dante? Absolutely. We are doing it every day. You're either taking an active role or you're taking a passive role. But every day we are gifted with 24 hours to create our future, to create what we want, to do what we want. And never before in history have we had access to the entire planet and all the opportunities that come with living in today's world to the degree and to the extent that we have it today. And if you think about that, 
It is truly outstanding. You know, opportunity dances with those who are on the dance floor. You've got to get onto the dance floor to have your dreams come true. If you're sitting at home waiting for somebody to come and save you, unfortunately, that ain't going to happen. You've got to get out there and make it happen. And you are your own savior. You are your own savior, indeed. Absolutely. And you are the one who needs to decide what it is that you want to achieve in your own life. You can't expect someone else to know that for you. Absolutely. And that's why practice one is slow down, get quiet, listen to your inner voice. You have to know what you want in order to create what you want. So just tell us one more time, where is your book, Conscious Manifestation, available? So we can get it, you can get it at exclusive books at Take A Lot, directly from me via my website, johntmayer.com. You can also get it on Amazon and you can get it at iBooks. The paperback version, I must say, is significantly better than the digital version, as you pointed out during this hour, um, it is designed really uh, beautifully and visually appealing. Um, so I, I encourage readers to buy the physical book, but those who want an electronic version can get it off uh, iBooks or off Amazon as well. And I have to agree, as someone who reads both digital books and um, real hard copies of books. There are some books that you don't mind reading a digital version of, but there are some books that you really, really do want the actual physical version of, and this is one of those books. It's one of those books that you want to pick up and actually hold and look at and page through, and it's just it's a book that you really want to own. So I uh, would really encourage you to get yourself a hard copy John T. Mayer, it has been an absolute privilege and pleasure speaking to you. I could speak to you for quite a long time, and hopefully we will get a chance to go on that retreat um, sooner rather than later, I hope. I would um, love, I would love <laughs> to come on my manifestation retreat, Janice. To go on your own manifestation retreat that um, I know that you have done in the past and hopefully again in the future you will be able to to host many more of those. Thank you so, so much for being my first guest of the year. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So did I. And to you, if you've been listening, I hope that you are planning on going out there and manifesting the best life for yourself Go out there and grab it with all the zest and enthusiasm that you are able to. I hope that you have a fabulous week. Stay safe. Wear your masks. Take care of each other. And if I must, may just take one personal second to wish my daughter Eden the happiest, most wonderful 18th birthday. Have a great week, everybody. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.